0: Hello friends, welcome back to Old Millennials Remember Movies. This is Angela Yoshiko. Hi, I'm Tyler. And today we are going to talk about a super fun movie called Mars Attacks.
1: Yep, it's really fun.
0: It's really fun. So, stay tuned for that in a few minutes. Before we jump into that, we will do our usual. What you've been watching recently? Oh, well... So, Tyler, what you've been watching recently?
1: Well, let's see. I did go see the film uh, The Equalizer 2 during denzel washington and that was uh
0: did did you and i see equalizer one
1: yeah we We did it both of us it's notable for denzel washington near the end uh he works at a home depot style store and he is an uh, ex-black ex-government spook and uh he uh he just dispatches some folks at the home depot using tools and that's pretty fun
0: I like that phrase. Dispatches some people. Yeah,
1: so that's the first equalizer. Uh,
0: now, now I'm remembering.
1: The second equalizer does not feature any tools uh, dispatchment. Um, it changes. He's a he's a lift driver, which I think is an odd tie-in because even the first movie it was like not Home Depot, it was like some generic thing. This is like, hey, no, he's a lift driver. He's taking people to the airport, and then he's you know beating some people down as a lift driver, Better. not Uber
0: better lift than uber
1: apparently i don't know apparently anyway it's like it's not very good it's denzel washington's watchable and everything so i mean you can i'll watch him in slop it's kind of like a it's based off a tv series from the 80s and that's kind of what this movie feels like it is like several scenarios he's like helping hunt down some lost art he's helping some teen not become a gang member he's beating up some frat guys i mean it's like a season's worth of conflict before it actually like settles into like a central mystery and it's not a very good mystery it's okay then you know he beats some people down and it's okay but i mean yeah i don't know i i wouldn't you rent it it's like a red boxer
0: you rent it red box netflix whatever
1: yeah, I mean, it's. It, if you
0: yeah, like Denzel great. and you like some violence, it sounds like it yeah, would be a fun movie to watch. Sure, but,
1: you know, Denzel's good in everything. This movie's not particularly good. Okay. And then, uh, let's see. Oh, I watched, uh, Chappaquiddick. Try again? Chappaquiddick.
0: Why don't you just try one more time for people who don't know Tyler Speak? Chappaquiddick. It's,
1: <sighs> it's called Chappaquiddick. <laughs> and this is, a kind of a dot. Not a, it's a, it's a, it's a dramatic film, but it is about. And I knew a little bit about this. This is Ted Kennedy way back in the, I don't know, I guess the 70s. He uh, dunked a car into the river or something, and uh, a lady died as a staffer, and there was some controversy, obviously, about that. And uh, this movie kind of dramatizes that um, event and what kind of the aftermath and kind of this attempt to, oh, at least cover up some of the details of it. It has Jason Clark in it as uh, Ted Kennedy and then oddly, it has Ed Helms and Jim Gaffigan in serious roles, uh, kind of playing these people in his staff who are trying to help him. And a very well reviewed movie. It's totally fine. It was a little. I, I didn't think it was made in a real dynamic way. It's a, it was kind of one note by the numbers a little bit for me. It was an interesting story, but it didn't really provide much more to me than I already knew about the incident. Jason Clark's good. It was odd. Jim Gatkin's fine. Ed Helms kind of stood out to me. I don't know why. Just, like, just distracting? A little bit. And, uh, yeah, it was, it was totally fine. But it and was what was
0: that movie called?
1: Chappaquiddick. That's how they say it. I'm giving you a look. <laughs> <laughs> that's how they say it. Anyway, that's the, okay. two, that's the two movies I saw. Chap, Chappaquiddick gets a place. Chap. Chappaquiddick. It's like one word. People, people that know what happens. So know. I sound like an asshole right now is what you're telling yeah, me. Yeah, that's what it okay, sounds like. Cool. That's what the name is.
0: Cool. Okay. I have not seen any movies in a the movie theater since
1: nope. our last podcast. Well, Chappaquiddick's on video, so I watched that on video. Okay. Yeah.
0: Um, but fun fact, this is the earliest we've recorded a podcast since the inception of the podcast.
1: I thought you were going to say since we watched Inception, and I don't remember watching Inception. No, nope, since
0: the beginning of this podcast. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, It's like only 9... It's before 9.30 p.m. Whoa. It's 9.27 p.m. It's pretty good. So for us, that's pretty good. Yeah. Because usually we start a lot later.
1: We did watch a comedy special together, though. We
0: did. I had had a particularly kind of crappy day at work, so I was looking for something funny to watch. Yeah. And I've been saving some Ali Wong stand-up comedy, so I... Do you remember
1: the name of the the actual stand-up? This is her second one on Netflix. It's her second
0: Netflix special. Her first one was Something Cobra.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Baby Cobra? Yep, maybe, yep. Is that Um, what the new one's called? um, The next one, um, the most recent one is called Hard Knock Wife.
1: Hard Knock Wife, Hard Knock
0: Wife. Um, If you are a person who likes vulgarity and (laughs) grossness and all things disgusting um, as a new mom... just birth and childbirth and breastfeeding and
1: very detailed
0: intimacy with your partner after that And, Mm -hmm. and if you just like humor that goes to a really gross disgusting level and you think it's super funny then totally check out her Netflix special.
1: She doesn't ever seem like she's going to be that gross. but then, She's I mean, we cute were,
0: little Asian
1: gal. We knew that from the first special. But, yeah, and it's also notable in the both her specials, she's very pregnant in both specials. yeah. So there's an added humor level just to see uh, someone who's very pregnant telling very filthy jokes. Oh, but, I love but it. But relatable. I, you know, I, obviously it's going to be offensive or not very funny to some people. But I think for people who have lived through it and don't mind some gross things and it's it's pretty funny she's a very talented uh comedic writer and um i think she's a good stand-up too i think she kind of we knew that she kind of broke out as like a, a writer on um uh, fresh off the boat fresh off the boat but she's has a stand-up career obviously and i think she's yeah she's very good at delivery but also her rights her uh, her jokes are written very strongly
0: her jokes are on point she has surprising um it's talent tight. in like physical comedy her yeah, faces oh, yeah. and body movements are just her the whole thing just feels very well done
1: yeah netflix has so many comedy specials now and i mean we like comedy but we don't i mean we're so behind on all this stuff but it was nice to to watch that one and have it turn out to be pretty good and i, I would say on the level of the first one
0: yeah not something you want to watch with your kids <laughs> um even if they're older kids i have a coworker who tried to watch this with her 19 year old son and was appalled and had to stop it because it was so uncomfortable very
1: awkward uh yeah no i would imagine but. yeah no, it's good though. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I, I had a good laugh out of it. So yeah,
0: that's the most exciting thing I've watched in a, in a while. In Great. a few days,
1: well, it's all right. You don't have to. We watched Mars Attacks. We did watch Mars Attacks. So let's can, talk about it. Okay, yeah. What's the deets? Give me some of the deets oh, on yeah. Mars Attacks. I'll,
0: I'll give you the deets. Mars
1: Attacks with an exclamation point, by the way, in the title.
0: Mars Attacks, exclamation point. Yeah. was rated PG thirteen. Sure. Clocks in it one hour and forty six minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, it was released in December of 1996 which is weird because I was thinking this would be a good movie to watch cuz it feels like a summer movie.
1: Right, but it was a Christmas type release which That's doesn't That's weird. I mean obviously you and I clearly didn't see it in the theater cuz we would have had probably a better memory of it the time of time of year
0: in no. which it came out. Yeah. I
1: I know I didn't see it in the theater. I saw it on video and then this was a movie that was on HBO. Constantly, I mean, it was just something that they must have gotten a lot of mileage out of or it was cheap or something. I don't know. Um, what I find interesting about this is that I didn't even... I mean, I knew the year of it, but this movie came out just a few months after Independence Day, um, which was a very serious take, at least, I mean, relative to Mars attacks, on an alien invasion. Uh, this is definitely not that. It's interesting how... They came out so close together, even though they likely didn't have much influence on each other when they were being made. hmm But, yeah, interesting. It didn't—this movie didn't—wasn't particularly successful, either.
0: It grossed a total of about $37 million.
1: Okay, not great. Not great. I would assume that that's not very good for a holiday release, considering this, the cast
0: um, If you haven't seen Mars Attacks and you don't know what we're talking about, let's play a quick TV ad— that aired back in 1996 or maybe a couple years after once this was starting to be on TV a bunch maybe yeah Um so here we go
1: great Our's Attacks Jack Nicholson as the President <sighs> Yikes Glenn Close as the First Lady <laughs> Annette Bening Pierce Brosnan, Danny DeVito, Martin Short, Sarah Jessica Parker, Michael J. Fox, Rod Steiger, Jim Brown, and Tom Jones.
0: I want the people to know they still have two out of three branches of the government working for them, and that ain't bad. Mars Attacks, now playing at a theater near you,
1: rated PG-13. So, here's the thing about Mars Attacks. After listening to that 30-second spot, I think that 30-second spot contains all of the good things in this movie what <laughs> it's got the tom jones song it has uh a, probably the only funny line of dialogue from jack and nicholson in the movie um i have a. as you can tell you're giving me a horrified i'm giving look. you a, a horrified look i have a very uh mixed weighted opinion of uh of mars attacks i go back and forth on it
0: well you suck <laughs> i love this movie i don't Why? i don't i know i didn't see it in the theater but i think because it was on tv so much yeah i want to say my parents maybe even bought this on video you
1: didn't have hbo didn't you no yeah i must you must have had, i bet you had this vhs man yeah we
0: didn't have hbo um i watched it several times growing up and I think my mom, not my mom. I think my dad and my sister really enjoyed this movie. Like they cracked up a bunch and therefore we watched it a bunch and it's funny. So it brings back a lot of just like enjoying watching it together. The like the aliens like wah, wah, wah. it's just funny. And I
1: I think that's interesting that um I could certainly I this is the point of the podcast. We we talk about things that we remember love growing up and and all that and we kind of go back and we we see cuz I I had a memory of really liking this movie a lot too. Or at least watching it a lot, mm-hmm. um, and then watching it, I had the feeling of, "Well, is this funny?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> I I struggled a little bit. Um, it, I think it has a re- one really good joke uh, that plays throughout the whole movie, and that's like, "Here's a bunch of celebrities doing nothing, and then they get killed." <laughs> yeah, and, and that's, that's super fun to watch, and that's funny in and of itself except for that when you think about it it's like yeah it's funny that Michael J. Fox is in this movie for five minutes and it's funny that he's not in it after five minutes but did he do anything that was memorable to make it like a thing that he died and that's the part I keep going back and forth on I I like some of it I like the fact that there are all these stars that were kind of like blowing away so we can focus on some of the other characters Mm -hmm. um Jack Nicholson is clearly having fun himself. I don't know if I'm having fun watching him, uh, particularly when he's playing the second character he plays. Mm-hmm. The casino The casino owner. cowboy guy. Um, yeah, I don't know. I I think it may be worth going through a little bit of the beginning, middle, end, and just kind of like seeing where, because I, I remember when it starts, I definitely get a feeling like, oh yeah, I like this movie. This movie's working for me. And I think maybe it's somewhere near the end, before we get to, like, the big climax, that I kind of feel like it loses a little bit of that edge or something. I don't know what it is exactly. It just doesn't... It felt like going through the motions a little bit. Uh, Yeah. Probably
0: because you had seen it a bunch of times growing up.
1: Maybe, maybe. But, I mean, the way it starts is kind of great. I mean, you get... let's talk about... uh, how it starts well yeah i mean first of all it has like the warner brothers logo and the little aliens flying around and then you get a really weird bizarre thing with like are they cows or horses that are on They're fire. cows yeah and they're on fire and they're just running down the road and you're just like what is this movie and then you get a, a really terrific kind of opening title sequence with the all the spinning flying saucers coming to earth and it's got that a um, a really great Danny Elfman, like, 90s score theme. Mm-hmm. It's fantastic. And mm-hmm. it, it just gets you pumped and excited and it's kind of the music that you have in your head. Even if you hate this movie, you probably thought, like, oh, yeah, the theme music's pretty good. It, it's just, it's that Tim... And we, I don't know, we didn't even mention that this is a Tim Burton movie. This
0: is a Tim Burton movie. And it
1: very much is a Tim Burton movie. In a little a, bit weird, a has a specific
0: ways. look about it.
1: And it, it's, I would say it's a Tim Burton movie in, in all the best ways and all the worst ways, <laughs> in that, you, you know, his tendencies are on display here, but the good things about uh what I like about Tim Burton are also here. But you give me so many dirty looks.
0: I am giving you a lot of You didn't of dirty realize looks. that I
1: was kind of negative on this a little bit, did you?
0: I think while I was watching it I could tell I was enjoying it more than you. Yeah. What I noticed about as I was re watching it and mem- remembering it, um I, was, I stopped taking notes throughout a lot of it just because I was like, I'm enjoying this. I'm just going to sit here and enjoy watching this
1: again. Yeah, and um, and that's totally... Hey, look, you can like what you like. That's but don't hit
0: on Tim Burton,
1: Tyler Wilson. Well, well, have you watched any Tim Burton in the last 15 years? Yes,
0: and it's all great.
1: What? Do Alice you, in Wonderland? Yes, loved it. No, you didn't. That's a lie.
0: It's so fun. It I love... Okay, remember how we talked about a never ending story? Yeah. How I have this uh enjoyment of fantasy a little bit? Yes. Tim Burton plays the like the dark, funny fantasy to the part that I really like. I like all his
1: terrible movies. You like all of his terrible movies?
0: Yes, you're gonna quiz I'm me gonna, now, well, aren't you? Well, I mean,
1: I like I said, I there's a lot there's a lot of stuff of his that I like. Then there's things that are like you know, big eyes, which I didn't like all but that, but it was
0: much. different and, and fun. I, fun, and,
1: and the Dark Shadows movie was kind of a disaster. No, it and, wasn't. You know, I liked Frank and Weenie. That was like a stop motion movie. I I liked enough of Sweeney Todd, um, Alice in Wonderland. I did not like. And then he made Miss Peregrine's Home for for, for Peculiar Children, which we saw and was okay. Um, he's making Dumbo right now, a live action Dumbo. Like we need that, but that's not really his thing. But. I, I guess it doesn't really matter. It, it just... It, oh, it matters. No, We're going to no. keep talking about this. It, it, I'm just saying that the movie does have that, and it, it feels more of like his, his 90s edge, like a little bit more edge. It's not a... This is a, this is a kind of a, a dark comedy.
0: Um, Tell me more about Beetlejuice 2 that I see on Tim. Yeah, it's in
1: development. I wouldn't uh, put too much stock in it. Let's
0: talk about Dumbo 2, the trailer.
1: Dum, not Dumbo 2, just yes. regular Dumbo. Oh, Dumbo. Yeah. Dumbo. It's yeah, his live, live action, action
0: Tim Burton Dumbo. I mean,
1: I think you know how I feel about that. The listeners probably don't, but I'm not big on these live action. Dis- I like the Disney cartoons, and yeah, when they totally. remake these other ones. I'm just like, I don't, I'm not, I don't hate them. I'm just like, eh, I don't need this, and they don't ever really do much for me. It's just a bunch of CGI and, eh. like, I'm
0: okay with remakes if it's people, but when you start like a. F- freaking elephant that well, looks like a
1: cartoon they're doing the lion king and they're calling it live action you know all the characters are animals and clearly going to be cgi that's not really a live that's action that's not
0: live action
1: and the same with the jungle book was that way there was a boy that was live action but all the animals were cgi and it i mean it was fine i just these aren't these aren't for me and so i i don't well, yeah, care for did them.
0: that uh jungle book movie come out that i like
1: like the nineteen oh, we, that's yes. a future episode. Nineteen ninety, like four. What was it called? It was called the Jungle Book. Disney, it was a Disney production, but no. it was real live action. Was it
0: called Jungle Book? Yeah. Are San, you sure? The great
1: Sam Neill was in it.
0: Because I liked that one. Yeah,
1: that's called the sure? Jungle Book. Are you sure? What did you think it was going to call? That was
0: like Mowgli or something. There's
1: a, yeah. Well, they're making another one of those right now. Andy Serkis is doing another like live action Jungle Book thing. So
0: yeah, the Jungle Book, nineteen ninety four. We're gonna add that shit to our list because I remember loving that movie. But there were those animals CG?
1: No, those are real live animals.
0: See, and so why why did we make another Jungle Book? We had that, one. Well, because that one didn't we make... We had a cartoon. We had a 1994 version.
1: That one didn't make any money, and then the new one made like $300 million. Jesus. So that, that's why.
0: Anyway, I'm not looking forward to seeing the Dumbo movie. I don't think it looks very good. This
1: is all just a, a roundabout me way of saying that it it feels like a Tim Burton movie, in that it it's not <laughs> it's not like a gothic like like Edward Scissorhands or it's not it doesn't have that gothic vibe, but it has that edge to it, like the edge of like this is an uh, you know weird looking aliens, weird things that are happening with these aliens. I love weird, and it's very weird, and it has. I mean, we're gonna get into some of the weirder things in this, but. You know, it has a, so it starts well for me, and then we kind of are introduced to kind of all the stars of the movie. Jack Nicholson is the president. Glenn Close is the uh, first lady. We have uh, Annette Bening is a woman in Vegas who's dating the other Jack Nicholson character who's like a casino magnet. Michael J. Fox and Sarah Jessica Parker are journalists.
0: Martin Short.
1: Martin Short is like the communications director for the White House. We get some generals, Rod Steger. Uh, Paul Winfield, or they're you know they're all discussing. it, you know, if you've seen an alien invasion movie, if you've seen Independence, Day, you kind of know the drill for the first little bit of this. And the joke is, is like, well, we you know, Rod Steiger's the the general who's like, we we gotta be careful with these guys. This could be a big risk. And I was like, Nah, well, maybe mm-hmm. they come in peace. I know Pierce Brosnan is a scientist who's trying to convince the president that we need to have an open dialogue and
0: tell you what I sure liked Pierce Brosnan in Mars Attacks a lot better than in Mamma Mia all right <laughs>
1: <laughs> that Mamma Mia sequel's out and people say that he's better is he in, in the sequel. he's yeah. in it
0: yeah. <laughs> I was surprised to see and didn't remember that Jack Black was in this movie yeah he
1: has a, a kind of a smaller part he is like a redneck army soldier who gets sent off to go and meet the aliens in the desert and he's very quickly dispatched mm-hmm. one of the first deaths in the movie but it's jack black uh, in a military haircut he looks really dopey and he's being he's a it's big and he he's related to another the other young his younger brother who ends up being pretty key to the end of the movie with the grandmother who's like your favorite character mm-hmm. in the whole world and her oh man i just spaced on her name but she so is i This was her last... Sylvia
0: Sanders or something like that. Yeah, this was her
1: last um, film. And, yeah, she's... she's Sylvia Sidney. Yeah, and she's she's, she's definitely a highlight of the
0: movie. Grandma Florence. Yeah, she's... Oh, she is amazing. She's funny. She's
1: funnier than any of the stupid celebrities. And I think it's interesting that you say that, because that kind of goes to my greater problem with the movie. Like, here's all these people, and I understand that the joke is that we're going to kill them quickly, but I'm also just, like, waiting for them to do something that I that is entertaining they're not really doing anything here that like warrants their um, involvement I guess their their presence it, it, it just is a weird choice and I, I I like like this is where I go back and forth I kind of like on, on one hand I kind of like that it's kind of funny they're like oh yeah we got Jack Nicholson in two parts so we can kill him in both parts and he gets more to do obviously they are definitely like letting him just Tip tap and all going all over the place, so especially kind of toward the end when he's giving like a big speech. But, um, I mean, everybody, I mean, Danny DeVito's in this movie for like a minute, <laughs> uh, you know, like it's it's true. And, and I do like the fact that it's kind of a little bit of a bait and switch. The more interesting characters are kind of the little less known, lesser known ones. You have, yes. Jim Brown, who's like a former boxer who is. Uh, working at a casino, you have... And these are recognizable people, but Pam Greer is, is in this movie. Is like She's like his estranged wife. He's, she's got her two sons on the other side of the country. And I kind of remember her doing more in the movie, and then it kind of turns out she doesn't have that much to do, actually. But
0: No, but the couple scenes she has are, are so memorable. Yeah, they're good. They and, stand and, out. and the
1: kids are in it, and they're... And they kind of... Yeah, I was surprised about that, too. They, they kind of have a big scene in the middle of the movie, but then they kind of trail off. Yeah. And then uh, Natalie Portman is in this, very young... Natalie Portman, maybe, I don't know, 12 or 13? You know what's weird about Natalie Portman? Yeah. She looks exactly like she does today. I mean,
0: kind of. (laughs) I mean, she's like 12 there, but...
1: You're sure. I mean, she looks like a kid, but yeah, you tell us Natalie Portman, and she is like the daughter of the president. Yeah. And one of a handful of survivors. Probably the most famous face that survives the movie.
0: So, if you could cut out three celebrities out of this movie who would you cut out
1: and why i don't think glenn close is really doing anything in the movie get by like she's got a couple scenes where she's like decorating the white house and it's supposed to be like kind of funny and i don't know how it is or why it is and to me it's not she's not doing anything she's not doing anything her character's so that
0: like when when the time comes when she gets killed you're like yay because she's kind of obnoxious
1: and I would say that like that's also part of the joke is that we've made most of the characters who bite it kind of unlikable or kind of dumb or some reason that that they we don't feel bad too bad when they get dispatched okay so glenn close is out i would definitely get rid of jack nicholson's second part where he played the casino owner guy it's just a, a, a character for him to like kind of beep up and move around and i just uh, that to me when jack nicholson is kind of let loose to do something it's too much and
0: the only scenes that i really liked with him in that role were when he was playing against a net
1: Who's very big in the? I mean, she's playing it very big. She's playing like a spacey former alcoholic and a
0: current alcoholic. Current alcoholic. Once an alcoholic, I was an alcoholic. Tyler. Uh, okay,
1: you're true, but she
0: sober. Currently sober, going to AA. She's. And Annette.
1: Look, Annette Benning can. My mileage will vary on Annette Benning performances. She goes big on a lot of movies, uh-huh. and I tend to be a pro Annette Bening person, and I think that she's kind of funny here. She is funny. So I would keep her and somehow not have the other character, because they don't really even interact all that much after a little while, so...
0: No, they just have a couple scenes, but the couple are good.
1: And then, yeah, I mean, I would get rid of, uh... Danny Vito. I like Danny Vito. He's basically what? playing Frank Reynolds from, uh, It's Always Sunny. Yeah, I you mean, can't it, get rid of him. I know, well, I guess I don't have to, because he's only in a minute of the movie, but, um... And again, that's the joke, I guess, but... I don't know. I'd rather have him be Frank Reynolds and hang around a little bit longer Look, than Look, Frank does.
0: Reynolds doesn't exist. Um, if you don't know who Frank Reynolds is, That's he's always the... sunny
1: in Philadelphia. I said that.
0: Okay, well, I was trying to bring it back in case they missed it,
1: mister. Mr. Mumbler. I, I was going to say that, but I stopped myself. Come on. that will be, be cool. <laughs> okay,
0: so we're going to leave Danny DeVito and you have one more celebrity you can cut. I mean,
1: uh, Michael J. Fox does not really do anything in this movie either. Agreed. Which and is he, kind of a
0: shame. He's kind
1: of only there to be a slight foil for kind of what ends up being a very bizarre romantic I love, sequence love with it. Sarah love, love, Jessica love. Parker and Pierce Brosnan. Love uh, it. Michael J. Fox, apparently Johnny Depp was uh, um, asked to be in the movie to end that Michael J. Fox part, and he declined it. I mean... I don't think that would have made any kind of difference at all. I like Michael J. Fox, but I mean, it's not. Doing I anything. think
0: Johnny Depp would have been a little funnier. He, he he, would have been a little Michael poopier. J. Fox
1: is is kind of like the big, the first big celebrity to go. He's he gets killed right away at the the desert where Jack Black gets killed and Paul Winfield, the general. Um, when they they seem to be the aliens seem to be coming in peace, they like. We, they have a translator that's like, we come in peace. Like, they translate that. And then they, someone, this is actually pretty funny to me. is like, oh, they came in peace. And there's this hippie guy, he's like, they came in peace. And he lets a dove into the air. <laughs> and the alien sees the dove and then shoots it out of the air and then blows away everybody. And the way that they die is very cartoonish, right? Very I mean, cartoonish. They, they disintegrate into a skeleton. It's either red or green. Apparently, because it was, this movie came out at Christmas. Um, and it, I mean, especially. And so, I didn't even think about that. And now it's like, a real, like, it's it's especially cartoonish because the special effects have also not dated well. Because it's mid '90s special effects, and they don't ever date well. This movie has. I, I think the flying saucers are still look good because they're meant to be cartoonish. I think the aliens look okay because they're meant to be kind of silly looking. Um, some of the other effects, like this, like disintegration, is uh, especially hokey. But I guess it plays into. It's campy it's supposed uh, to be doing that. Right. They're not trying to be like fancy Independence Day. In a lot of ways, I do. Tim Burton had wanted to do it with all the aliens in stop motion, which I thought would have been really awesome and fun, but it turned out at the time to be far more expensive than doing CGI. Yeah. And I think that that would have uh, definitely brought something else to it, but, you know, a loss, what are you going to do? But, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of Martin Short being strange in this movie listen
0: I've never been a fan of Martin Short never will be so all of his scenes
1: could go by I my. think Martin Short is a hilarious person that has a lot of very strange characters that are. I think you're either very... in for him
0: or you're out with I think him. In,
1: well, I think it kind of depends on the part sometimes. No,
0: every... I feel like I'm out with everything yeah, well, he does. Well, all right.
1: I think that's a little harsh. I think he's Let's very Let's watch funny. some
0: more. Tell I want to do like a Martin Short month or something like that. I'm like, <laughs> I don't fucking think well, so. I don't, I don't know if
1: I said that, but, um,
0: you said you wanted to do a bunch of Martin
1: Short movies. <laughs>
0: Like, since when are you a huge Martin Short fan? Well, I'm not saying that
1: I... I, It's... He's... Okay, this movie, the biggest thing... I actually probably
0: love Martin Short. I'm probably just not thinking of the good stuff.
1: You're thinking of, like, that Clifford movie?
0: (laughs) I'm thinking of him guest appearing on... What show were we recently watching?
1: Oh, well, he had that one kind of... Kimmy Schmidt? Oh, maybe, yeah. It was awful. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he goes big. He can go big, and it's... it's, Uh, Oh,
0: uh, Mulally? Mulala.
1: Oh, the Mulan, the Mulane- John Mulaney show. <laughs> I don't think that's a very good gauge because because John Mulaney is really funny in that movie. That show's just that bad. That show was so bad. So I mean, that's not that doesn't mean anything to me. That's um, gonna, if you're blip. looking for
0: another stand-up comic to watch, John Mulaney is hilarious. People know, people know John Mulaney's great, don't they? Well, there's so many to pick from. If you're trying to pick one tonight, go watch it. It's funny. All right. Also, if his TV show is available, you should totally I don't know watch if it. it is anymore. It used to be on Hulu. So. Bad. He it's tries bad. to turn every joke he does into the T V like show. Yeah. And it's so bad. It's
1: like what they used to do in the nineties when they give like comedy uh, stop like comedians it's kind of like the pilot for home improvement, right? It's just like Tim Allen's stand up. And listen I You
0: always say that I don't know that Tim Allen's a stand up comedian. Yeah, I mean,
1: if you go back and watch like the first season, like a first early part of like home improvement, it is like bits from his stand up. And listen, I mean yeah, I'm not going to get into a thing about Tim Allen, but like that might not be your cup of tea. Whereas I think Home Improvement as a television show totally holds up and is a funny <laughs> show. So you know, I think when they do that, it, it is a it's a harder thing. You have to kind of build a show and you have to build it around a writers' room, and it can't just be one person's. Uh, and it can't way. be
0: Martin Short trying to make your show funny, John <laughs> <Yeah>. Nice try. <laughs> Sorry, Martin Again, Short. I don't, I don't think So in that. this movie
1: People, Mars attacks. <laughs> so,
0: bring it back. I think what's
1: notable about his part in this movie is his like his hair. <laughs> it is, is it like what? it's just so big up. It's like like he's got this uh I don't even it's know. It's like what a you're normal haircut, about. but it's like puffy. It it's puffing up and puffing out. And his forehead is showing and he's got this hair it almost looks like hair plugs, but it's what? it's so strange looking. It's very nineties. It
0: just looks like nineties hair. I don't know what you're talking about. But
1: like He's got a couple of. Um,
0: that's just what his hair looked like in the nineties, Tyler.
1: It's crazy. <laughs> I thought his hair was distracting. <laughs> it was does what, look
0: like he's wearing too toupee. That's what was
1: was getting me about this movie. We'll for include a, while. a picture
0: in the in the At show we should notes.
1: Post a picture of his hair. I just yes. find it to be uh, fascinating.
0: The best scene he does have, though, yep. is with um, what's her name,
1: uh, Lisa Preston. Marie. Yeah.
0: Yep, Lisa Marie playing the alien and. I remember at the time I think I watched like uh E or what was the It's probably E, sure. E or, or Entertainment Tonight.
1: Entertainment or... Tonight.
0: I think yeah. it was Entertainment Tonight. And it was a a little feature on like, oh, who's playing the the and it was all about like how she moved her body to look like she was
1: like an, a, alien. an alien. And this is the scene where it's about halfway through the movie in which uh she is playing an alien who's infiltrating the White House and is trying to kill the president and he she comes across Martin Short, who's already been established as a guy who likes the strippers and the prostitutes, and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he tries to pick her up and brings her in. <laughs> Rather hilariously, it's just like, "Hey man," he talks to like one security guy, and he's like, "Oh hey man, uh, I need to get." In. He's like, "Oh yeah, come on in." Security's tight, It's like it's one guy. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> I've
0: I mean, seen today West Wing. It's so... it doesn't work like
1: that. Well, even in the West Wing, that was late '90s, and it was a lot more. But yeah. like, I mean, just knowing what we know now about like security around the White House, this is like kind of comical. It's just like not. knock knock. okay come on in uh especially in the middle of a potential uh worldwide war Mm war um but anyway she's slinking through and then slink the
0: slinking tyler so as the 13 or 14 year old Mm -hmm. i remember trying to do what she's doing in the movie oh yeah so she like sways her hips back and forth yeah in this very almost mechanical way like she's not a like she's a robot it's like a robot slash
1: ghost. It's a real like real smooth. A smooth, right?
0: Oh, I just remember that I thought that was and so her, cool. And
1: she's also, because the aliens have big brainy heads, she's got like a a, a wig that is very, it's the it's size of a brain. to cover the, brain. the big giant brain. And then, and so she looks very strange in that regard. And this is just one of these just very strange sequences. And then what you pointed out, which, I mean, you, you noticed it. I did not. We had to go and like look this up and confirm it. The scene between her and Martin Short in, like, the secret Kennedy room, back to Chiapaquitic, uh, Um But it's like, um, yeah, what's what's in this, this room? So
0: Martin Short's walking up, and she's right. walking behind him, and then there's this fish tank in yeah. the room.
1: Like, a one on you can see on both sides. You can
0: see through it. So she's walking on one side, and he's walking right. on the other. And it's lit very beautifully. Yep. There are these blue and yellow angelfish, or whatever they're mm-hmm. called. And immediately on watching this, and I don't know if I ever picked it up before, I was like... This is the Romeo and Juliet scene with Leonardo DiCaprio and Claire Danes from 1996. And this is what
1: blows my mind about it, because we looked this up. It Romeo and Juliet, or Romeo plus Juliet, came out, what, in November?
0: Yeah, it was like a month before Mars Attacks. And
1: then Mars Attacks came out. So, And, you know, Wikipedia says this film, movie was filming through November. I would venture to guess they filmed earlier. I and mean, then they did some reshoots, maybe. But, I mean, they must have... Must We're have, talking
0: shot by shot. It like, looks
1: very. It's very similar. Like it's the very alien obvious. lady
0: makes a face. It was it's, intentional. It's a it's a joke of the face. the only thing I can
1: think of is that I, there's no way they made it from seeing the movie. I, there must've been a trailer out for Romeo and Juliet a few months ahead. So they could have at least, or someone had seen it or something like maybe Tim Burton had got an early look at it or something yeah. because it is very much that it is. So it is a very current, at least for that time, uh, reference. Yes. And which, and just kind of ties into this whole thing. So you have that plus the fact that this movie is remarkably similar to Independence Day that only had come out a few months prior as well, mm-hmm. and Tim Burton kind of says that it was not made, knowing that it was made separately, and it's, it's the, the Similarities are what it is, and yeah. so, yeah, it's a weird, oddly referential movie that no one wanted to see in 1996.
0: But that is Martin Short's
1: uh, best scene in well, the movie. Well, then he gets killed. So that, cause everybody gets, everybody that's. She like buys his
0: finger off, right. lands up in the fish tank. Oh, yeah, it's gross.
1: That's such a weird. But okay. So, <laughs> we need to talk about. Um, Do
0: we? Do we need to talk about what you want to talk about?
1: We need to talk about this uh, this business with Pierce Brosnan and Sarah Jessica Parker. All right, because yeah, let's talk about go to it. The, we, after the attack in the desert, they are. well, no, I guess it's a. She gets kidnapped either at that point, and then he gets kidnapped when the aliens blow up Congress. Which, by the way, so the grandma has this line that was in the trailers and stuff like that, where they're the Congress, like they've they let the aliens come in again. Like, oh, sorry, we didn't. Maybe it was a mistake. And they go in and meet chamber, both chambers of Congress, and they proceed to blow them all away. Mm-hmm. And it's all a big crowd of, uh, you know, white old people, like Congress old has always been. Old, white people. So many. Well, sure, and I think that that's kind of the joke, but I find this so strange. Just, like, this is pre-9-11, obviously, because it's a, it's a joke line. The grandmother, joke. like, is on the TV, is like, aha, they blew up Congress. She's, <laughs> like, laughing, and it's a joke line, and it... And then you kind of look back and you remember, like, oh yeah, like we all we always, I guess we always hated Congress, but back then it was like okay to kill them, which is just so weird now.
0: I think we hated Congress, but we lived in a less violent maybe. um,
1: It's so weird, less violent. Anyway, it was like a it was a joke (sighs) Mm -hmm. that didn't doesn't really work anymore. Um, No, that part was a it did just mm -hmm. because you know we've had real attacks on politicians, and it's not funny. So you know, hey, it's not funny. (laughs) No, so. That's one thing. But anyway, going back to... Uh, that's when Pierce Brosnan, who's a scientist, who's always oh, got a pipe in his mouth and is like... Always doing, has like, a, a pipe. I mean, all the
0: 90s. So much smoking. He's doing a thing.
1: I mean, it, whatever. It, it's it's definitely a play on like 50s and 60s scientist characters with a pipe. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's obviously what he's doing. But anyway, he gets kidnapped and they we get a very bizarre stretch and several scenes. I love it. The, I love
0: all of the in the spaceship
1: In scene. the spaceship where they have taken Sarah Jessica Parker... Head off of her body and switched it with her chihuahua. Her obnoxious, I think this was the Yippee seed chihuahua. that planted my hatred for dumb chihuahuas. And Tim Burton, you know, and that's the funny thing, like, uh, Tim Bur- like, Independence Day, they made a big point of that, uh, Foxes and the kid's dog, Golden Retriever, you know, impossibly surviving a massive explosion. Mm-hmm. Whereas in this movie, you've got a chihuahua dissection. And then you've also got a golden retriever that's owned by the president that gets vaporized in the same sequence where Martin Short uh, biffs it. But anyway, so then you have Pierce Brosnan who's had his head removed. And so you get this, like, series of romantic scenes where Sarah Jessica Parker is cartoon; Her head is on a chihuahua, and Pierce Brosnan's head is just lobbing there. The effects, I mean, Are fantastic. They're bad from now, but that's not why. They are
0: fantastic. I don't know why...
1: (sighs) Is this funny? Is it supposed yes. to be funny? I don't. Yes. Okay. It's funny. I don't It's I don't so dumb.
0: It. It's so it's dumb. dumb. It's so dumb. It's funny. It's dumb. You're like, this is so dumb. This is so awful. One, who would think of this? Two, who let someone film this? And three, it's so dumb that you can't help but be like, yes.
1: All of that except for that last part.
0: <laughs> <laughs> is like head is like floating, but he's still alive. But I don't... I and mean, she's like... And then their heads fall off and they roll around on the ground and they yeah, try to kiss at the end. Whatever. It's, it's so bad. I don't maybe if bad I that is good. That is fun. Maybe if
1: I had been invested in that any if they had any kind of chemistry. No, or that's if, the fun
0: part is it's like it's so shallow. It's so it's only one inch deep on their characters. I guess, but
1: I don't know. It's not something that I, I just it, it is bizarre and off putting to me. <laughs>
0: it's one of those things where you go you ask
1: yourself, What the fuck is this? And well, that's you're just what like, it is. This is
0: funny. Well, all right,
1: I, that's fine. I just, I, to me, I've never liked it. <laughs> why? I just, I've never, never enjoyed that part of the movie. I kind of like the the weird stuff with the aliens themselves in the spaceship because they're. <laughs> well, I, 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 okay. And that's maybe. So there's two jokes in the movie. Number one is that all <laughs> the celebrities get killed, and number two is like the aliens talk like that, and it's kind of like the way that we decipher what they say is kind of funny based on just the whack, whack and how yes. they, my other really funny bit that I find them, that's funny in the movie toward the end is when the aliens are in like in mass invading and they're carrying around the translator. It's like, we come in peace. no reason to run away from us. Like, wow, well, they're shooting, blasting people <laughs> the away. That I think is pretty funny. Like, Best scene in the movie. Yeah. I, I, I enjoy that. Carrying this giant translator and box. It, it's gleeful. They're gleefully like just enjoying this. And it's, yes. see, it's very morbid and people are dying in it, but it's, it, I mean, it's absurd, and some of that works. It's fun. I think
0: as a young teenager, I was like, "This is interesting."
1: Yeah, I think that that this this is like a thirteen year old's like great movie for a thirteen year old because it's like has an edge. People are dying. There's some
0: like sexiness to it.
1: Whoa! What was what's sexiness? <laughs> well,
0: there's the scene where she the the female hooker robot Lisa Marie Alien Lisa Marie
1: that's supposed to be sexy. Well,
0: they're about to like okay sure they're about yeah. to do that. All
1: right, um, I got you.
0: There's the scene where the uh, alien is like watching. Oh,
1: people haven't the. Uh, someone having sex in the there's, yep, park. There's Yeah, there's people
0: having sex in, them, and then they really like Sarah Jessica Parker's body, but yet they're switching the heads. There's just oh. this level of like, there's a, a little it. bit of inappropriate. And the aliens is, in the
1: in the spaceship are like wearing nothing. They're bony, and they've got little, uh, <laughs> the tiny little or bodies. Yeah, so weird. It's per, it, there's a perverted aspect. Yeah, maybe for sure. sexiness and, wasn't the right word. And pervertedness. And and fair enough. And to be fair, like <laughs> this is Tim. This is based off these top trading cards at Tim Burton. Liked as a kid, and they were known for being profane and had big boobed women. Mm-hmm. And it was in a you know, a lot of parents didn't like it, they got uh, edited, you know, taken away and and censored. And and so that's definitely part of it. And mm-hmm. so I, I, I get that aspect of it. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think it is definitely like a 13 year old kind of dream storyline.
0: Um, let's. Find out. Let's explore what did Roger Eber say about it. This is a new segment of the podcast. We're doing
1: new segments. I like it. New
0: segment called What Did Roger Say.
1: What did Roger say Say. That sounds like we should do a jingle.
0: (laughs) I think I closed out the tab where
1: Oh oh I got I got I got. Remember to speak to the thing.
0: Okay, so here's what Roger said Roger Eber said in nineteen ninety six. What did Roger say? Um he had a whole We'll link to the review in our show notes. Okay. But here's the little expert. What did so, started to give it? He gave it two and a half stars. Classic
1: two and a half stars from Roger Ebert.
0: And you talking about the trading cards made me think of this because he mentions okay. it here. So I'm just going to start right there. So, yes. Mars Attacks, quote, was from. Yep. was inspired, <laughs> Sorry, was inspired by a series of old tops bubblegum cards. The art direction is first rate in creating the kinds of saucers and aliens that grace the covers of my precious old issues of Imagination Science Fiction magazine, which was downscale and ran bug-eyed monsters that the analog and F and SF would have never touched. I don't understand what that says. That How says did you read it, then? I don't know. <laughs> but this is the part I like. But the movie plays more like a series of victorial representations of old sci-fi situations than mm. like a story.
1: Okay. And the
0: actors bring little joy to the material.
1: I would agree. Joe
0: Don Baker and Pierce Brosnan are the exceptions. Many of the actors don't seem
1: in on the joke and it's Nicholson
0: weird. doesn't look like he's having a good time. Oh. So that was like opposite of what you well, said. Well, I think Tyler. he's trying to
1: I think he seems to be having a good time in that 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 casino on her part. But yeah, he does seem kind of droll in the I think that's just how Jack Nicholson because I think people are used to like seeing him like they remember like him in Tim Burton's Batman movie where he was the Joker and kind of over the top and having fun in that way where he's supposed to be playing like a stoic president here. I mean, I don't know how He's got, his climactic scene as the president is where he gives like this speech about like how, co- how can we just get along to the alien before mm-hmm. he gets blown away oh it doesn't actually get blown away he gets a flag <laughs> from the alien like stabbed through him and then the yes. flag comes out of his uh, chest which is yeah. a, a rather interesting way of going but yeah. I, he's hamming it up like this where, is Jack Nicholson hamming it up
0: where does the line can't we all just get along come from
1: it's referenced
0: so many times, but where's where's the origin of now it? I
1: just put it on my.
0: I am trivia. Yeah,
1: I mean it's from something that's really <sighs> obvious that I can't take Tyler of the put it on spot. I can't remember, but yeah, it, Rodney
0: it, King? Does um, that sound like
1: yeah a name? yeah? I mean that's yeah that's a, that's a pretty big one, but um, but yeah, his scene is very silly. But
0: whenever people say that, can't we all just get along? As I only think of the Mars attack scene.
1: No, wow, that's great. <laughs> just to
0: let you know, if I ever hear that, that's all I think of is. Jack he's Nicholson. doing like a wink, wink Can't I'm having we such a good... Can all just get along? Like, he's
1: doing the thing. Like I'm a really famous actor. Like, like peddling nonsense. Like he, he's, he's like I'm in a bad movie, so I'm gonna be bad. That's mm-hmm. kind of what it is. I don't think it works in that scene, but mm-hmm. whatever. Um, yeah, no, but there's like oh well, the other thing I was gonna ask you like all the stuff in Las Vegas. What did, did you find anything odd about the scenes in Las Vegas? What do you mean? I, like, I think it's pretty like, crazy. Oh, it felt like
0: old Las Vegas?
1: It doesn't look a thing like what Las Vegas looks like anymore. Well,
0: Las Vegas has transformed yeah. itself in the last 30 and they, years.
1: they, where his, the Nicholson's other character gets killed is in an explosion of a building, which they really, it was part of something they actually knocked down yeah. during the filming. And it was just kind of, it was interesting to see Las Vegas just, even 20 years ago, like, being unrecognizable. And they clearly filmed there.
0: It felt like it was filmed in 1950. Yeah,
1: that's what it looked like. It was definitely felt like old Las Vegas, which mm-hmm. is, I mean, it, yeah, it was kind of crazy. Um,
0: mm-hmm.
1: But, yeah, no, the other thing I want to talk about that I actually do like, and this is probably the dumbest thing of the movie, is the inclusion of Tom Jones. <laughs> You did get very excited when he showed up again because he's so not. I do tell. what I like about Tom Jones kind of he just kind of appears for like the last stretch of the movie and he's just part of the Jim Brown crew and Annette Benning trying to survive and escape on an airplane and he's got an airplane and he's just not an actor and he's doing his song and his his uh, backup dancers get replaced by aliens and we have a sequence there and he. He's. <laughs> I would rather have more of these guys in the movie, guys that aren't actors, trying to be actors, because I find that more entertaining than watching like the seasoned actors like Slummit, But he also has like I like how this movie ends, which is, uh you know, they've had uh, Natalie Portman and the the other kid, is, or they're at the steps of like a destroyed Congress. There's a speech, and then we have this reemergence of animals coming out, survive the thing. And the Not Unusual song starts kind of playing in the background, like a a hawk lands on Tom. He's emerged from a cave and Mm -hmm, (laughs) the hawk is on his arm and he he just kind of starts swaying and he's about to start singing and then the movie goes to credits, which, uh, yeah, that to me is the best part of the movie other Mm. than the- So
0: good. (laughs) Such good timing.
1: So yeah, I like, I, Tom Cruise, Tom, Tom Cruise, if Tom Tom Jones was in more of the movie, I would probably like it more because I do like, I like the Tom Jones- um, we probably should talk about how the aliens get destroyed. It's kind of a. Do we
0: need to? Before we jump to the ending of how the aliens get st- destroyed, I'd like to introduce a new segment to the. Th- podcast. Another new segment. Wow, yeah. We really
1: just, well, I
0: wanted to do the Ebert segment earlier, but you just, like, railroaded it right railroaded through you. for about how did I 45 freaking minutes straight. I just wanted well, whatever.
1: You're so you're this new so segment
0: is called Tea Time with Tyler. Tea
1: Time? <laughs>
0: <laughs> tea Time with Tyler, because this is the part of the segment where I refill my tea.
1: Oh, I've never heard. <laughs> this is the first time hearing of all of them. this. Is, this is
0: a surprise to you. <laughs> So I have a hot water bottle filled with hot water. Okay. And I'm going to refill my teacup with tea. So it's really tea time with Tyler, but it's really Angela's tea. Me. That's me.
1: Okay.
0: So, Tyler, you have till the end of me pouring this tea water into my water. Okay. To name as many movies as you can that have aliens in them. <laughs> what is your prediction on how many movies you'll be able to name in the amount of time it takes to refill I my I don't know how long it's going to take
1: to refill your coffee cup. What's your prediction? Like, like five? Okay.
0: Uh, are you ready?
1: Are you thinking of some? I, no, I'm gonna. I'm okay. out on the spot. Uh, okay, here we go. And go. War of the Worlds, Invasion of the Body Snatchers, War of the Worlds, old old Invasion of the Body Snatchers, uh, Independence Day, StarKid, K-Pax, StarKid. <laughs> Um, skyline <laughs> uh, you're, making, you're, you're pouring it in a comical way <laughs> And I'm done I was trying to keep track I think you got around 8 Yeah, plus I kind of cheated by doing old and of Body Snatchers <laughs> What is Starkid? It's a, like a Jeff um no Jeff it's like a movie where like Is an it alien... a movie? Did yeah it's a real a movie? movie. It's like a yeah it's a movie. You <laughs> <laughs> should prove it. What is Starkid? It's a movie. Look it up. <laughs> I'm going to look it up. Kind of yeah. like K-Pac. I of K-Pax, and then I was like uh Starkid because it's like the same thing.
0: Your brain is so weird. <laughs> Starkid is a movie that came out in 1997.
1: Oh yeah. No that's with the Jurassic Park Kid, right? Joseph it Mazzello? Is. Yeah. Yes. Right. It's got an alien in it, right? Uh
0: it looks like yeah. it.
1: Yeah. It counts. Count Shy
0: 7th grader Spencer Griffiths' life changes when a meteor falls into a local junkyard and he finds a Cyber cybersuit, an exoskeleton with AI from another galaxy. There's another
1: movie, like, K-Pax, that came out in the 80s that I can't think of the name now. So, Skyline's a bad There you go.
0: That movie. was Tea Time with Siler. Battle Los Angeles. <laughs> Are <we> still playing? <laughs> <laughs> we'll enjoy that segment on the next podcast. Great.
1: Um, okay, so... The, the ending en- the end of the movie <laughs> the grandma actually has a pretty big part to play in this ending the younger son I can't we never look up this kid's name it's not a, a, Lucas Haas sorry it, it, he's someone who's known but he's not as famous he ends up going to get grandma and grandma's listening to her music and the aliens are sneaking up on her and she's listening to it on her headphones and they accidentally pop off her headphones and the music is played and the song is well who's the musician it's um Slim Whitman is that right?
0: That sounds like the yeah. right thing.
1: Slim Whitman, and it's like a very high pitched kind of wail of a country it's a song. Yodel. A yodel song, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, the aliens can't handle it, and their heads, their heads explode into green goo,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and so which is a kind of funny play on uh how a lot of these uh movies get solved. I mean, even recently if you think of just like Signs and Water or War of the World. Recently Worlds if you think and... of recently Signs Well, no, I mean in the 50s it was the same. I'm I'm just saying in comparison to like like the older movies like sci-fi classics of old like But even, like, War of the Worlds, like, they died from, like, viruses. That was written in the book, though. Yeah, I know, exactly. So I'm just saying, like, it's kind of, like, this arbitrary. Like, I like that it's just, like, this thing that... Some
0: random, simple, easy...
1: Nothing. two-sex <laughs> m- mocking out moment, right? Mm-hmm. And so they quickly. We just get a quick montage of people get, catching wind of this and blasting this music, and all of the ships are exploding, and the brains are exploding, mm-hmm. and it's mm-hmm. rather gross. And <laughs> that's when we finally see Dog, Sarah, Jessica Parker, and Pierce Brosnan head go down with the ship. And uh, yeah, we just get uh, the end of the movie. <laughs> it's so gratifying
0: because it's a pretty
1: fun ending. Because the you that.
0: grandma. Yeah. Really saves the day, right? So her dumbass kid whichever was, was well, it was the son.
1: Joe Don Baker and the wife and there's yeah, just, they were like, Screw grandma,
0: blocks. you gotta stay with us, kid. They and they the kid destroyed. is like, I'm gonna go get grandma. Yeah, and they get so really by that. that
1: like the giant uh, machine thing yes. that crushes them.
0: So I find it very sweet because they also shit on this kid through the whole movie. They're mm-hmm. like, You're the bat you're the one who should have died, basically. Wrong kid died situation there. Yep. Um, and and I just like how he stands up for his grandma and he's gonna go get her <laughs> and save her, and that's I like it. That's sweet. Yeah,
1: so all the like all the good people survive the movie, essentially. Yes. Which is, I mean, usually how these things go, but it just with Mars attacks, they just happen to start out with more unlikable or bad characters, right? So, I mean, in independence day, it's not like a lot of like characters we like get killed, a few, but. This is definitely more like, if you're a good person, you get to survive. <laughs> mm-hmm. Which is how we all want life to go. Although I would say that Frank Reynolds is not, he doesn't seem that bad, but he gets killed.
0: <laughs> well, he is bad because he's telling Byron, like, you're not the boss. Oh
1: yeah, that's right. He you were not
0: in mistake. charge you, I'm going to go my own way, and then it's right. like, he's being a fucking idiot, so yeah, he gets all right. killed.
1: Okay. So, Mars Attacks. I don't know. <laughs> Mars Attacks. Still as good as you remember There's it. There's things I like about it. So,
0: I did share with the people I work with that we are doing Mars attacks. Yeah. And I think their reaction is probably similar to yours.
1: Yeah. There were, uh Three people reacted like this. Uh well, it wasn't a hit. That's the other thing you have to kind of remember is like this was not exactly like a movie that everybody necessarily even mm-hmm. saw unless they caught it later. It sounds like your family was just like, we like Mars Attacks and you guys watched it a bunch, which is
0: good. And I think I that, like Three Ninjas, I, so... I just like weird <laughs> shit. I liked it when I was little and I like it
1: now. It's 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 weird. I, I There's things I appreciate about it, but I don't... I can't give it the... I just, I find it so fascinating that you like... Is it?
0: Do you not like it because it was trying too hard to be bad funny? Because I know you kind of have I a do. thing against that. I
1: do. Like I'm not like a Sharknado guy because I don't like. This how, is like an early Sharknado uh, with a, I mean, a much higher bill caliber of cast. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it, yeah, I I I prefer things. I I look. I enjoy bad movies. I'm the one of the biggest Room fans there is, but. Like I like things that are organically bad. <laughs> you do, or they maybe they don't know, or like I think cert- you can have some fun with a bad premise if you can be in on the joke a little bit. This almost seems like a little bit too in on the joke, and we kind of forgot to like let people share in the fun as much as I. I I, I, I get the sense that Tim Burton probably loved making it, and like he got to bring to life these things as a kid that he likes. But I don't know if he did a great job of like translating that love. To me,
0: <laughs> and I think Eber nailed it with his comment about it's more like scenes than a story. Yeah,
1: and that's it's, why I, I, there's things I like about it. There's images and moments that I think are great, but then like when I have to sit through the whole movie, I'm just like, oh, this is going on. I mean, I, I think it, it, it's like it should be a 90 minute movie.
0: I would agree with that. It needed
1: to be shorter. You know, 15 minutes this could be could get s- sliced right off, and I don't think you'd miss much. Um, yeah, so it's interesting. It's an interesting movie from the 90s that is uh i i just yeah i find it fascinating that this movie exists and then also that you if it, if i had a guess mm-hmm. based on what you know about of, me the, and what i know about myself i just would assume that it would be me that liked this movie and i would have to defend it to you like i have to be like three digits is great <laughs> even though i know it's not yeah. but uh you know like you have to but it, it, this is the first time I think. Well, I mean, you obviously really like Neverending Story, and I, I
0: would say I liked much I do, of I Tax I
1: more than Neverending Story. Really,
0: I was older, so I think I like yeah. it it's just a better, better memories.
1: So this is what I like. We're 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 doing movies that I like, and I'm just like, and you're just like, what? And then now we've done a couple where you're like, I loved this growing up. And I'm just like, all right, <laughs> Neverending Story, I totally get because I can see why people like that. And, but Mars Attacks is a, kind of this weird it is a weird thing. one it's a weird choice for you to like be like this movie's great
0: <laughs> it makes me think what sort of fucked up things are our kids gonna like that we're just gonna it's gonna be because we have them on all the time I tell time. you what
1: they like they like that emoji movie which is horrible
0: <laughs> horrible can we stop letting them watch I that
1: I have not let them watch it it's oh, other yeah. people
0: so another thing I've been watching recently is a fun little movie called The Emoji Movie
1: God. this movie uh, got like a 0% tomato reader by the way don't see it
0: Actually, it, I told Tyler it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going
1: to be. I don't even know. The, no. You
0: can't. You didn't Go. watch it, so you can't really comment. I've heard enough
1: of it. They keep doing. This, they keep doing like four jokes from it, and I'm just like, stop it! I don't want to hear it. It's like, and I keep trying to tell them, like, you can't stop running the joke into the ground. And first no, of all, I don't know what the joke is.
0: They're five and seven. They're
1: young. They don't understand what they're doing. They the don't one and know how three to tell year old a
0: don't really uh, unless
1: it got a fart in it. They don't understand jokes. So that's true. Anyway, so Mars attacks. He gets a yay from you. Gets a meh from me. What That's are we right. doing
0: next? What are we doing next? Ooh,
1: I think I know what we're doing next. We're going to do a little movie called Mission Impossible. You know, didn't we say this on the last issue? We did. Mm, yep.
0: But because Mission Impossible doesn't come out until this weekend. We wanted to
1: see it, the new one, Mission Impossible yeah. Fallout, so that we could talk about the new one a little bit and then talk about where it all started with the first movie that came out in 96. That was 96 That's, movie. What are we doing here?
0: Yeah, 96. What, yeah. First year being a teenager. we got to
1: move away from 96. Maybe 95 after that? Sure. Okay.
0: So, you're welcome for this bonus Mars Attacks episode before the.
1: Where can you find our uh, stuff online? Oh, yeah.
0: So, if uh, you enjoyed this episode. You know what to do. Go on over to iTunes and give us a good rating. Okay. Um, if you would like to um, find out more about us, hear about Tyler's other podcast called Ninja Turtle Talk Live. Yeah. Um, you can find that at oldmillennialsremember.com. dot com.
1: That's where all the uh, previous episodes of this uh, show exist.
0: That's right. Uh, you can also follow. Added,
1: oh, sorry. Yep, we've, go we've ahead. Just we've added new segments, so we're we're still in the early stages. We're evolving. If you got something to say about it, hey, give us some feedback. If they can.
0: Totally. You can reach out to us on our website. Um, you can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.
1: Oh, okay. And we're on uh, iTunes and Google Play and Stitcher and something else podcast.
0: Addict okay and yeah. wherever, all, we, wherever you listen to podcasts yeah. you should
1: be able to hear us That's
0: probably how you're hearing us
1: by the next time we might have four more segments that is just going to spring on me and i'm not going to know about
0: i know i was thinking it would be really fun to do a surprise segment yeah. on every show
1: keep surprising me i don't care i like the roger ebert thing though because roger ebert uh, yeah, it's oh, to yeah oh are what you saying you
0: didn't like my tea time with tyler well, no that's fine it's fine <laughs> okay well if you like tea time with tyler let me know Okay. Well, thanks for listening, guys. We will talk at you later on our next movie.
1: Mission Impossible for real this time.
0: Mission Impossible. All right. Thanks, and uh, we'll talk at you later.
1: Bye.